Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. everybody this is the egx special episode of red play 2 we're not are we giving this a number are we not going to bother no, no number. there's no number right we're all knackered <laughs> i'm ill egx has broken us um this is the first time that we that the whole of ready player 2 have been in the same room together doing a podcast which is since what 2013 2013 Did we podcast 2013 when we started off doing podcasts it's the first time that we've actually had everybody in the same room from EGX 2018 we're all sat in my house um, some of us are wearing Disney princess blankets <laughs> yeah, <that is>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling really ill I've got EGX flu already which is after day three of EGX um, I'm Rich hello we have Mr. Louis Kong with us yo yo we have Lee. Do we have Lee? Are you right? If, if we could just get my stuff out of the way now, because I'm not sure I'm going to make it all the way to the end. Is that in terms of being asleep or being dead? Dead. 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 Right, okay, actually. <laughs> so that's something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Elle is here. The freshest of us all. Mr. Rossifer Bellbag is here. Hello. Hello, everybody. We also have a super special guest. We have Andy, my brother. He tries to keep me under wraps because I'm better than him. No, no, that's not true. They're trying to replace me on the podcast already. He's a younger, you. newer model. A newer model <laughs> of me. Just, just as arrogant, but less wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his face. Less no. of everything. <laughs> less of everything. <laughs> that is true. Right, look, we've all been to EGX. Some of us have been there for three days now. Um, a few of us have been here for two days. We have thoughts and feelings and emotions and flu, um, and we're going to just ramble. We, as most of most of you guys know, we are not going to have any kind of itinerary. We've not written anything down. We don't know what we're going to talk about. This is going to be just as surprising for us as it is for everybody else. Um, look, if there's one takeaway to take away from this EGX, it's games is good. It's not games is good. <laughs> I'm going to go round. And it's going to be a little bit impromptu, but give us your biggest, your best takeaway from this year's EGX. And it doesn't matter what it is. It can be a AAA game. It can be an indie game. It can be the people that are working on the exhibitions. It could be whatever the heck you want it to be. I'm going to start. And um, There's been a ton of games. And AAA is not really massive on the agenda this, uh, this year's EGX. There's not <coughs> tons of them. There's not loads of AAA games. Um, but one of the games I really wanted to play was Division 2. 
Um, so up we rock thinking, mm, not so sure about this. Is it going to be any good? Ubisoft are terrible for ball shots. So <laughs> the E3 demo that, that had the really shonky voice actors talking over the content. Cool. Yeah, and, ev <laughs> and everybody's looking at it in the same way we were looking at Watch Dogs. In the same way we were looking at Rainbow Six Siege. Are you sure? And thinking, and thinking the game is not going to look like this. There's no way the game is going to look like this. There's no way the game is going to play like this. Uh, so two massive takeaways for me. Firstly, it does look like that. And it does play like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it is gorgeous. And it is really intuitive, really easy to play. The code that they had at this year's EGX, which I believe is the same one that they had at Gamescom, the same one they had at E3. Yep was really nice, really easy to get into, and the guys that are running the Ubisoft stand this year are top-notch. They were really the nice guys. Well-rounded and polished yeah, demo there. and everything about it was great. <coughs> well, some of these stands... AAA demo. Yeah, AAA demo, because some of the yeah. other ones were really good. So the um, some of these stands, and I'm not casting aspersions on anybody in particular... <laughs> is uh, the, a lot of the time the exhibitionists are, are playing on their phones. They're not paying attention. They're a little bit kind of there and kind of not there. And I get it because they're there's a lot the Yeah, there's yeah. a lot to do. Over the weekend, they're going to get knackered. They're going to get fed up with people walking up and asking them questions. There's a lot of repetition yeah. to it. Um, but these guys were on the money. They were always attentive. They were always happy to talk to you. They were always had a smile. <laughs> it was just a great experience going and playing that game. And we played it, what, four times now? We yeah. keep going back to play Division they 2. They keep letting us in. And they keep letting us in. It, it's and been they're great. actually really welcoming. It's like, yeah. oh, hey, it's you guys again. Like, mm. you know, come, yeah, back, yeah. come back for seconds. There was very words. little eye rolling, <laughs> which I appreciate. Unless you're in the queue. Unless you're in the queue. Yeah, yeah, unless you're in the queue when we rock past them. <laughs> I enjoyed playing Division 2. Um, over the weekend way more than I expected to for like, for all of those reasons and more and I'm I'm worried because it's going to cost me a load of money but I think it might be a day one purchase oh no really? oh yeah no, not day one wow. no day one for me I think it's yeah for me it feels like a day one purchase yeah the first division had a lot of problems uh, it was a, a lot of problems two. Uh, so they released the base game Without going too much in depth, I'm sure everyone knows this already. Released the base game, about six months later, they released the first big patch. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it made so many big improvements. So yeah, it's good. It's Yeah, it's been really good. I and think that's the, the, the flu talking. You sure? You it could, well, day, day one's a dangerous <laughs> thing to say. I know. Yeah. I know. But you're looking at. So you guys really enjoyed the division. <coughs> I loved the Admittedly. Yeah. And I loved after, this demo. After the patches. Yeah, and you really the loved the, the, the demo. Yeah. You loved it a lot more than the Division 1 demo. Yeah. So yeah. why wouldn't you... Because why wouldn't you? day one. Day one is scary. Yeah, I know what you mean. New things are scary, Lee. Really <laughs> You're committing. Old things can be scary. i tell you what, right, look, we're gonna move, we'll move away from Division in a moment, but one of the biggest things, uh, if anybody played the Division 1 demo that they had it uh, EGX what 2015 uh, yeah. yeah yeah 2015 they made a critical yeah, error thanks Coleman yeah <laughs> they made a critical <laughs> error you, you killed me they made a critical error in my opinion <laughs> they had a lovely little bit at the beginning of the demo in which you were playing PVE and it was very short I think what 10 minutes maybe a bit less where you get to kill a couple of enemies and we were slightly tactical about it it yeah. kind of felt good and then they shoved you into the dark zone. Sorry, 
We were slightly tactical about it. We were slightly tactical about it. Did you pretend? Quick, shoot the thing! Yeah, that was as tactical as it were. I put slightly, I qualified it. Rich's tactics extend to... Get me up! Yeah, yeah! That's a tactic! Waking me up is a tactic! But then they shoved you into the dark zone, and one of the weakest parts of the division for me was the dark zone. I don't like people. I went there once. Yeah? In the main, in the main. And so what they had was they had all these stations with all these other groups of people. We didn't know this at the time until the guy told us it was going to happen. And suddenly we've gone from shooting a couple of PvE enemies to being in a fight with all the other people that are at EGX. And the major problem with that is that all the other people that are EGX are way better than us at games. And so we just got ruined. And Coleman killed me. I was next to him thinking I was safe. Shot me in the head. We need an addendum here. Better at certain games. No, oh, people are better at all games. No, than no, me. no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Excuse you. Ah, uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. He put down me at the end. Of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Look, we'll move away from division. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, Lewis, have you got a particular takeaway from the show? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be a game. It can be the show itself or whatever you want. For me, probably indie games are way more interesting than AAA titles. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. There are so many amazing couch games and co-op games yep. that, or, or just multiplayer games, where we, I, in fact, I lost count how many games that we all played together. Yeah. Or we were doing like when yeah. it stays on or when it comes off. In fact. Yeah. Um, and it was just <coughs> that was where we had the most fun this weekend. I think. Yeah. Where we were all playing the same game at the same time. And we were howling. At some of them, mm, we yeah. were absolutely laughing our asses off, and some of that's the company, but a lot of it's the game as well. Yeah, mm. tons of them. The res section is bigger than I've ever seen it at this at this year's EGX, that which is good because it's not that many AAA. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But res. Yeah. yeah, well, that's res. That's EGX. That's a different show. Yeah, machine to machine to machine to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been really. Did anyone really else, else think that res was just better quality this year as well? Yeah, it was. The level yeah. of games was just much. And the much stands were really well laid out. It didn't feel like an afterthought. No. And yeah. in previous EGXs, sometimes it feels has felt like they've been shoved in a corner. Mm. This one's completely not like that. And actually. Sorry, go on. We've been there two days. You've been there three. I don't think we've played any half of the rest games out there. No. There's no. so much more. And we've it. drifted through a few. And I, I, I will say this. <coughs> Judging the book by its cover, I do. <laughs> and if it's a side-scrolling, yeah. pixel game, I'm not going to play it. You did. You I did, did a couple. I did a couple. And actually, that one was really quite yeah. good. But it has to have something. There's so many of them. That there one, are loads and loads one, of them. That one's redeeming thing was that it was close to you. Yeah, it was next to me. <laughs> and you wanted to sit down. I was game adjacent. That was that was <laughs> that was a redeeming factor for it. But no, completely the, the res section this year, the show, I feel, has been the layout of the show and the mm. way that they presented the games, even the smaller ones, has been yeah. really nice. We had yeah. reservations before we got there on day one because we thought looking at the um the map and the the list of games don't really give you the, a good impression of what's there. No, it worried us. No. And, uh, and it took us a day to realise how good it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, so, yeah. but not even just that. Like uh, What I found at previous uh, expos is that a lot of the, the games in the res section in particular were cr either crammed in, mm -hmm. so you had, what, four or five games per one bank of desks. Yeah, with a single station each. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Or... So when we went 
to 2015, yeah. and they had so a load of indie games, and then they had like The Escapists. Well, that's not an indie game. No, and I guess they're smaller publishers, aren't they? They yeah. do group the smaller publishers in with the indie games yeah. as well. Um, but they've got to put them somewhere, and they're never going to roll with the big boys somewhere else. But I do know what you mean. It, it's a bit jarring. You don't know where it ends and where the next thing begins. Yeah. But the, the layout this year has just been so... It's been far superior. Wouldn't it be great if they graded everybody from like the crappiest little like, <laughs> bedroom-coded game up to like nearly triple A in res? Yeah, well, yeah, and you move through it. You could go yeah, through people it. People would get complex if they, they yeah. did that kind of thing. You could that last one. Yeah. The last one picked for sports. <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest thing for me in that respect is the distance between stands at this year's EGX. You're not sitting ass to ass. With You're not sitting ass to ass. And in previous years, you've had the, the game, a stool in front of it, uh, around about half a metre for the dev to stand in, and then a bench facing in the opposite way with the mirror image with the next game on it. It's felt so cramped. Yeah. And you've not been able to move around. And yeah, this science, year... There's yeah. six of us around yeah. one machine. Um, we were able to do it. And there's loads of room. And it gives game, the devs room to talk to people. Ten or twelve of us around. Yeah. It was been really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really, really good. Look, right. Lee. Um, the thing that I took away from this was the, how much time I didn't have to spend in a Sea of Thieves queue. <laughs> <laughs> that that was, is important. a big bonus to me. Um, I want to f- focus down into a game if we're going to have a chance to do that, which is um, the one that really, the game that stood out to me. Fucking Beat Saber. <laughs> Strange Brigade. Strange Brigade. All right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm a little bit. I've drifted away from this a tiny bit now. I've got to be honest. The, playing the campaign? You've played twice. You you played the played oh, the campaign. I wasn't yeah. in love. No, there's oh, a reason. Like Talk about it. Explain very quickly. Ish. Strange Brigade and why you liked it so much. Uh, it feels like uh, a Left for Dead type game in a magical steampunky sort of. Uh, world where you've got magic and, and guns and uh, abilities and things and you can play as a co-op group of four uh, in a, and you can play in waves or you can play in campaign mode yeah uh, and it it's my vermin type this year wow that's a big that's yeah, a big that's kick yeah our game of the show that's a big wow. kick yeah vermin type was our game of the show last last year or year before yeah. 2015 our indie game of the show yeah indie game of the show um, but there are a few other contenders, and I, this one was more head than heart, because I, I could see us playing this one. And so, I, so I've played it twice now. So I played the, uh, I played the campaign mode, which I did today, and yesterday I played the, um, what was it? Not horde mode, but the challenge mode. Yeah. Yeah, the challenge mode. I played both of them, and I, I did enjoy it both times I played it. Now, mm. since then, I've been to Steam, and I've had a look at it, see what people are saying, what the reviews are like. And there's an increasing number of people that are basically saying that 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 we played, that's the game. That's all you get. That's yeah. that's the content. So what we enjoyed today, and if you love that, and if you want to repeat it, if you want to go over it again and again and again, then that's brilliant. If you like if you like repeating the same content, if you don't, then you've been exposed to essentially the entirety of the game. Okay. Yeah, well, it's difficult to get that impression from just playing it. You can't tell. Yeah, you there's can no tell. way. There's yeah. no way of knowing. But if there's no real progression. Because it feels like you need to level up. Yeah. It feels like you need to unlock more guns and unlock more yeah, content. More yeah. And I don't think that that's actually the case. 
So they've done a really good job in presenting codes that work well at an expo. I was going to talk about the single player campaign and said it's perhaps one of eight levels. Yeah. Is that yeah. it? That's decent. That's pretty decent. I, I thought it was kind of decent. And there's people complaining about the cost of the um, the the cost okay. of the DLC or the season pass, <laughs> and saying that the season pass is really expensive and you don't get that much content for the base game. You won't pay for the season pass, and it's all really expensive. I like the game. I really like the game. The guy, and then this is another one where the guys who were running the stand were really nice. Sean Lebode was there, and he's mm. a great guy. I like talking to him. Yeah. I did like the game. Dropping, and let's face it, you're not going to buy it to play alone. No. You're going to want to play it with at least three friends, four friends. Yeah. 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 So this isn't one person spending fifteen quid or whatever it so is to buy the game. Has Left for Dead, as an example, got what your you say is missing in this game. No, but I stopped playing Left 4 Dead. Yeah, but you, you put quite a few hours into Left 4 Dead. But Left 4 Dead was unique at the time. What else was around when Left 4 Dead was out and that to, did the same thing? To be fair, a lot yeah. of co-op games, you play for your company. Sometimes you... Yeah, you play you for the will, people that you're playing with. Yeah, yeah. you will suffer games oh, that me? aren't perfect. Is that why you don't want, don't want to play with oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to say it in so many words. Yeah. <laughs> I am still really interested in Strange Brigade and I really enjoyed playing it. I did think it was a great little s snippet of the game. My concern is that if the Steam reviews and the other people are correct, that snippet of the game that we played is the entirety of the game. Mm. If that's, oh, that's the case, I'm enough. less interested. That's not good enough. Yeah. If that's the case, I'm less interested. If it's not, if they're wrong, then great, I'll look into it. And uh, But I think this is possibly an example of a great code a great exhibition stand yeah. getting people hooked into a game that actually really good demo yeah it's like a great trailer for a film that's actually shit yeah I yeah. yeah harsh uh, well it might not be I don't know yet I'm not 100% sure but anyway look L have you got a particular take we, we got a yeah. comment from James Bolton Saturday was absolutely fucking insane never seen it that busy oh it was mental yeah it was quite impossible to talk to Dave so I don't know how you guys are doing that it's because Set. we're really charming. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's because there's fucking six of us. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. We all rock up with Ready Player Two branded shirts and get in a dev space and they don't have them. much of a choice. <laughs> Safety in numbers. Yeah, that's it. But Half of these devs, there's only two or three of them. There's six of us. What are yeah. they going to say? No. We hunt in pairs. <laughs> but also, like, we weren't really there for that kind of... Like, We weren't there to interview devs. No. We weren't there to kind of have... No, well, two or three of us are playing games. The other three of us or two of us will talk yeah. to the yeah. devs. And we're not interviewing the devs. We're chatting to the devs. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, we're we're, not, we're well. not putting microphones in people's faces. It's not no. an official thing. We're gamers. Cards. We can interview them. Yeah, we? we're gamers. We're not... I think it's nicer that way. You get yeah. more natural conversations yeah. with people. Yeah. Um, yeah, you stick a mic in their face. They immediately will. Really chalk, chalk up, you know. Well, you get the official spiel. You put a microphone in somebody's face, you get the official scripted spiel. Yeah. But we just said chat. It gets you... Answers that that you might not have gotten if you're doing in some kind of official yeah. interview. But the crowds were horrendous today. Okay, it yeah, was mental right. today. It was so busy. Yeah, there was video of them coming in. Yeah, it was crazy. People were sprinting. Yeah. It was like I've seen a yeah, sprinting. Like World War Z or some yeah. sort of like like yeah. zombie film. Like Boxing Day sales. Mm. Yeah, the Black Friday sales. It was just like that. So as soon as the ten o'clock uh, floodgates opened, there were people <laughs> set off at a sprint. For the likes of Metro, for Call of Duty, Calm down, for people. they were yeah. and they were barging. I was talking to somebody at the Intel stand. You got in and out Call of Duty. All the time. I was mental. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I don't understand. People were running for Call of Duty. Yeah. We stood around outside the yeah. PSVR yeah. thing, and then Ross wandered off to Call of Duty, 
and like Straight less in. than five minutes later, I go over to and I'm like, say so the guy on the front <laughs> gate at the PSVR thing, like, oh, I'm looking for a big dude, beard, shaved head, beard. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. Because I'm looking for me, you idiot. I know where I am. But um, I was like, no, taller than me. He was like, oh, yeah, he's already in, he's already playing. I was like, straight in. Like, you walked away five I'm minutes I'm amazed, ago. considering how big Call of Duty has been. It's, it's been one of the big ticket items of previous EGXs. Nobody's bothered. There was yeah. 20 people at the max when you were playing. Nobody's so. bothered. And then, that, could be, that could be a great turnaround. Is it Activision, Call of Duty this yeah. year? Activision or Treyarch? Treyarch, yeah. yeah. And it, that could be that they're great at turning people around and getting them in and out of the game, yeah. but... Yeah. I think now. people have ordered the copy-paste. Yeah. Also, stupidly, about a week and a half before EGX, they brought out a, a, an open demo weekend yeah. that anybody could play the beta. It's like, if you are going, if you want to draw crowds, have something special. Yeah, yeah, something different. Have something yeah. that no one else has tried before. Yeah, here is I was uh, team domination. That's what mm. they were running. Yeah, yeah. Mm. you're the, with five or four guys next year. The answer was the crowds were mental this year. The trick is, as with most <laughs> years at EGX, well, because press passes do not stop people from barging into you. No, that is they, absolutely true. You know, we're spikes. That's what I'm <laughs> L was like in pinball mania at one point where people were just smacking into her left and right. I was seeing red. <laughs> That's <laughs> your hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do man. think though that, you know, going back to the swarm issue with swarming people, I do think that the fact that all of the mainstream games by and large, apart from PlayStation VR, are all in the same place. You know, down the further Yeah, down the far end. end. Yeah. And yet all of these amazing indie games, and I'm not an indie gamer by any means. I'm a mainstream gamer by trade, really. Yeah. Com- competitive, competitive games, you know, League, Counter Strike, Titanfall, all that. So I've never really given them time of day apart from when Richard's incited me to play them. <laughs> and that did today was a really good sort of inspiration for me to get into indie games. But only because you guys were saying, come and play this game, come and play this game. Yeah, if I was yeah. the kind of person who only liked Call of Duty or only liked mainstream division games, you'd probably like, carry yeah. on. Yeah. I'm down the other end of the hall for the whole day. And they're yeah. missing so they much. Think, yeah, they should have a mainstream game yeah. surrounded by indie games. Yeah. But people don't know. They're there for the big mm. ticket items. They're there for these great big games. And it's it's not their failing necessarily. No. But they want to try these big games. But three hour queues. Three hour queue for the division. Four hour queue at one yeah. point for Metro. There's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting to go and see a AAA game. However, indie games have more room to do things that... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are weird or unique or wonderful. Mm. They have more creative license to go outside the box. Yeah, yeah, they, they can, can take, take risks. Plus they will listen to you. Yeah. Fucking hell. Like someone had a shredder as part of the game. <laughs> they were literally <laughs> ripping up books. Like, <laughs> what, yeah, and that's the thing. That shredder. I was explaining to Lee that shredder was actually yeah, a, a controller. Yeah, it was connected to an Arduino. So whenever someone fed some paper in, yeah, the screen. It, yeah, the the that progressed the story. And I didn't realise this because at the beginning of the day I saw a little bit of shredded paper at the, yeah. on the floor. And we got there later on in the day, and there was this it's huge a massive file. <laughs> like, but you've got people who have got Dragon Cat. Yeah. A game yeah. where you hover your hand over something and then this dragon cat flies around and hits things that and gets points. You fly uh, a cat mow, with your Mow, mow, that was it. It's just, look, we say indie games. There are a couple of different levels of indie games and this is what a lot of people get put off by. We say indie games and there are some crazy, wacky, left-field indie games that are at this thing. Yeah. And they're great. And they're great to see and they're great to play at the show. A lot of them will never make their way onto Steam. They'll be on itch.io. You'll be able to download them from itch.io probably for free. But they'll never make their way to Steam. They'll probably never make any money. But some of them, in we're talking Strange Brigade, yeah, are in, is in the same section. You've got the Worms, the new Worms WMD game is oh, in the same section. Ages, I know, but you've got two years. You've got te- you've got the sniper Nazi. It's the same engine. It's the same engine. Same company. Same company. Same engine. It's um, but there are bigger games in there. Games that are like what? I've forgotten the goddamn name of it. The one, the, the Overcooked in Space, what was it called? Oh, oh Catastronauts. Catastronauts, yeah, yeah, right? Fine. You look at that game, you're not, you don't think indie game. No. You don't think this is some guy in his basement cooking up a game. It looked pucker, it looked professional. It had great graphics, it was really fully fledged, it had loads of great gameplay. We say indie game, what we mean is the smaller games, not the Ubisofts, not, not the Activisions, yeah. not the people that can afford to pay for an enormous stand. But... Even if they have shit graphics. Sorry? Oh, no, it is L. I'm talking to L. Yeah, I know. No, my point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, I was rambling. Basically, uh, before I go on to my point, uh, I remember the first time I played Stardew Valley and saying the graphics were shit, and you never sell it on the graphics. But I've spent so many hours on Stardew Valley. Sometimes you need to look past what's on the front cover and actually sit down and take a chance on things. Yeah. I think EGX yeah. is a great place. To go and yeah. try things because you're not dropping 15 quid a pop yeah. on these chances. Absolutely, uh, and a prime example of that is Cadastronauts because yeah. I looked at it and I was like, oh, I it looks like FTL, yeah. FTL meets Overcooked. Yeah, yeah. So and actually I played it and I was like, actually this is really good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> right. My point. I love horror games. <laughs> and, no. And. I feel like we're going into a dip. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what happened. There was, was there res- one there. Uh, well, there's there's one so far that I found, mm. which wasn't necessarily a horror game. The PlayStation. Yeah, the one that we the VR one. Is this, <coughs> uh, is persistence. Persistence. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like we're losing the art of psychological horror. So if there are any devs out there listening. Please make your weird and fantastic <laughs> psychological horror game Ooh, and then many, come and show it no. at EGX because there is 
uh, gaping void, not only at EGX, but in my soul. For <laughs> That's podcast. never going to go away, Elle. That's there to away. stay now. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a podcast title called <laughs> Gaping Void, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that's going to take it. I'm pretty sure we've already <laughs> used that we one. We're going to start recycling And them. you'll get weirder tweets than... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, Ross. Well, yeah, the, the, the roast thing in general, and more of a playing games with people because mm. I play NBA as you all know all the yep. time I don't play with people <laughs> <laughs> I play with randoms online but the co-op stuff that's been the best part for me mm. yeah. Yeah. So what with us or with yeah. with everybody oh, else yeah. that's yeah. there like Mario Party Oh, oh Mario Party yeah. was a great that. experience that was actually surprisingly yeah. 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 Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo oh hey, yeah be careful be- <laughs> Can you do that? Ross's Nintendo News! Yeah. Thank you! <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we played that a couple of times now actually. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Nintendo have been great as well. Their staff are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the staff in Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you'll fall out with a cheeseburger. The, <laughs> the, the staff at the, the Nintendo stand, and, and I don't know if they work directly with Nintendo, whether it's a PR company. Well, they chose them right. They oh, were God, so they were good. so they were bombastic. They were really energetic, yeah. and they were rotating them out because the obviously it must be game. a lot. It must be a lot. But they were really, they were jumping around all over the place. They were really cheerful. enthusiastic, cheerful. It was great. They fit the tone of the game, perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The they, cheerleaders they, for the demos as well. They were, they were. They and they, brilliant. And the guy where we went on, and uh, three of us went on, it's a four-play game. Yeah. So. Um, they joined in. They yeah. joined in. Yeah, one, the guy that was, and he, he was funny. Yeah, he was, uh, he, and he didn't hold back. If yeah. he thought he could win, he'd win. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he would, they were joking around and messing about. Great experience. Was that the same for you guys? Yeah, well, he was oh, yeah. Was the last game, basically. Yeah, I was, was so annoyed. I won. I was so annoyed. I, I was like, oh, this steak <laughs> game has <laughs> fucked me. That steak game is great, though. Hell, I need yeah. to spend. That is brilliant, it. but it's it's a subtle oh, thing. This the oh, I, I was trying. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to pan be subtle. Fl- oh, yeah. The pan the pan flip one was the, pretty hard. The podcast chef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lost his steak. Like he's trying to swat a fly. Fuck you, steak. That game and Nintendo Switch in general should be able to buy one. Yeah, me too. I said this. I said I said this last year. We played Splatoon 2 last year. We played Mario Kart last year. Um, it made me think, do I want to switch? I think yeah. maybe. I, and there was a question yeah. mark over it, and we were really close to getting the kids uh, to switch for Christmas. I just want to point out, hand is here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, then, um, and then so this good. year we played Mario Party. I've seen uh, Smash Bros. being One played. Bros. Yeah, I want to play oh Smash Bros. God, tomorrow. I really so do. So we're going to try and get on and play it tomorrow. Pokemon as well. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, the Pokemon Go thingy. Big 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon Go thingy 3D. Yeah. 2018. 2018. Yeah, the official title. Yeah. Uh, Sig- Sigma Plus. Uh, reboot. Revenge, <laughs> of the, Revenge of the Pikachu. We're going to... The, the thing that always surprises me is some of the games on the Xbox and PlayStation, look, they've got great graphics. They look really nice. Spider-Man mm. looks really nice and all the rest of it. But they play like dog shit. You play some of these games on the Switch, <laughs> they look great. Yeah. Yeah, and they're right. four-player split screen and they look great. Yeah. But you don't need hyper-realistic no, I mean, they are stylized, they're cartoonized, but they look great. They look brilliant, didn't they? Do you know what? I would, I'd would, i actually be really interested tomorrow to go and play something like Doom or Wolfenstein. On or the Switch. On yeah. the Switch. Yeah. 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 
Um, and see how it compares. Just see how a lot of stations with a lot of different games. So you're going to have the opportunity to give it a good test. I just remember, I feel really bad. Man of Medan was also a horror-esque game, but it is more an interactive story than a game. Therefore, it was barely interactive. It's not, yeah. not a game for a show, is it? No, it, it really was not. Isn't. It did not play well. Uh, and it was really um, like sticky, like it, it jutted. You, you mispronounced shitty. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it did jitter. It did jitter. It jittered so And considering badly. that you were moving at about half a, a, a mile a year. Oh my god. Right? This, she can't walk, that woman. She was having problems. It was controlling a tank. It was terrible. It was like, I just need you to walk through this doorway, not into the wall. <laughs> what are you doing? You turn, you, turn the, you turn the control stick in the direction. And she goes, oh, you want to go over there? No. <laughs> I'll think about it. I'm going to And then saunters over. Such a Anyway, Elle's rage. Yeah, yeah. Oh right. Is that oh is that the game? I didn't realise there are L- all sorts of podcast games. A podcast L's Rage to Drink. I talk oh, about Beat Saber drink. drink. Okay. <laughs> right, Drew. I thought it was Ross. No, no, we didn't we just did Ross. Pay attention. Jesus, are you here or not? Because this is this is the first year you've been to EGX, right? So yeah, you, so you my, go my to Ice Series. Apart from the indie games, was the fact that I really love ball games. Sports balls. Anything to do That's with sports balls, competitiveness. No, so uh, yeah, I'm a big <laughs> series fan, so I, I like Insomnia, which is also NEC now. But that's very much a case of everyone sits down, <coughs> thousands of PCs, it is amazing, it's just a different experience. Everyone sits down, plays all these different fun games, reckon, all weekend, and I didn't think I'd like EGX at all, because it's completely different. But it is just an amazing difference. You go in all these different indie games and all these different big platforms and amazing people that you meet and devs who are people rather than just big wigs that yeah yeah yeah, yeah games, exactly you know, that salespeople yeah real people all the different university students who are trying to develop these yeah, games, games exactly it was impressive I was really I was really really sort of humble for the whole gaming experience really it was uh, it took it away from just being big wigs selling games yeah to Actually, it's sort of a community thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you don't really get from that community aspect, uh, from the competitive aspect. Sorry, you don't really yeah. get that sort of community thing. Everyone's competing to be at the top and get sponsors and be the best and everything like that. Yeah. So that was really, really good. But sorry, back to the sports balls. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there are lots of different sports ball games. So there was, uh, the NBA playgrounds, which I beat. Was that? <laughs> that's not going Apparently, away. Apparently that's not going away. Well, it wouldn't have been a big thing, but everyone made it a big thing, so that was good. Uh, no, that was really fun. Big bobblehead NBA players running around. That was really funny. Uh, what else do you play? Dodge Brawl. That was there. That was that was in the uh, transfuser. Yeah, that was, that was where you vote. So in the transfuser section, for those people who don't know, is that you vote for the best uh, indie game, and that person or that dev, sorry, gets. Twenty-five thousand pounds was it? Oh, I yes. think it's up to twenty-five thousand pounds. They get funded to make their game, it's which like again is another humbling thing about gaming. It brings everyone up, and yeah. So Dodge Brawl was amazing. <coughs> um, what else? The Hyper Brawl, similar sort of thing, really. Yeah, yeah. Really because you made a child rather than people's faces. <laughs> he did not cry. That's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did claim child abuse, but that was yeah. just, just a win. I thought it what? was. It was really, really fun. I thought. Isn't that another? 
sports ball game that Ross lost at. What, child abuse? He lost at Ella, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Hyper Brawl. Yeah, he lost at Hyper Brawl as well, that's true. Ella got MVP at Hyper Brawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. unleashed the beast. But what was, <laughs> what was funny, and actually it was a really sort of fuck you to the guy who was stood behind you watching, All right. was that you four were playing, Rich and I were watching, with the guy who we played against and his son yeah. shortly after, and we were like, I think someone said, oh, Ella looks like she's struggling. And then this guy said, yeah, she's doing really shit. Like, she's, I'm she's so shit. Glad. Do you remember? I didn't hear that. No, 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 he must have subconsciously heard that. Yeah, yeah no, he, he said, this dad said, oh, yeah, she's shit. Or something. And uh, straight after, you win the game. Yeah, yeah. And the dev, the dev, the, the dev of the game was stood behind going, yep, not fucking with her. <laughs> it rinsed everybody else. Just took a little while to get used to it. I know, I needed to read the controllers, but I didn't have enough tr- of time to no, read No, just it. get on there and beat everybody. That's the all it is. The Dark Horse of Egypt. Yeah. Look, <laughs> that's kind of... Right, so these are the immediate takeaways. There's so many games to talk about. There's so many other things. And, and we're going to get need to get a little bit more in-depth about a lot of the things yeah. that we played. And we've got some codes. Some of the devs have been really generous. Um, <clears> they've <throat> given us some codes to play. What am I being handed? <clears throat> TikTok. We haven't spoken about TikTok. Look, do we want to speak about individual games because there are so many to do? That one. Okay, look. Oh, yeah, I, all right, let's talk about very briefly we'll TikTok. One, um, TikTok was TikTok. Uh, what is yeah, it? A TikTok Hotel for Two. Oh my god, I love this. This was in the left field, which I didn't think it belonged in the left field. Oh. I thought it belonged in the rest. In the, it, it felt like a proper game. So, I, so just to butt in, the only reason I think it was in the left field was because it was different. Yeah, very possibly. Yeah, yeah. Unique. Yeah. yeah. What? What? So for an EGX Virgin, what makes them in the left field? Then? So left field is a section that's curated by Sega. And you apply to the left field section for wacky games, games that are out there. Okay? For, for example, one year we went there and there was a game where the controllers were puppets. And you had to play the game by putting your hand in a puppet and then you had some sticks and you had to punch the other puppet and then scores came up on the screen. So it's that kind of wacky stuff that gets itself into the left field collection. A lot of it are things that are never going to make it they're not going to see the light of day. Yeah. You're not going to sell a game that you need puppets to control. But a lot of them are concept games. And a so lot of them are concept games. Uh, really new game. and really well, weird. Yeah. So yeah. Between Stations is another good... Um, yes. Yep. So that had the... Um, it was a CRT TV. Yep. CRT? Yeah. Yeah, CRT TV. It was an old school TV, but they'd made like uh, an extra controller that kind of bolted onto the side that yep. made this TV... Uh, so it gave it like a tuner, uh, yeah. an on-off switch, and like channel buttons yeah. that you used to play the game. Yeah, and it was just it. it, it the was game was so that you, you were sat in a hotel room tuning your TV. That was the game. Yeah, yeah. the game was that you were sat in a hotel room tuning, well, uh, tuning your TV. Okay, maybe but there was, like, like, there was, was loads more to it. A, but. An interactive, another interactive story. Yeah, but, yeah. an interactive experience. But th- that's what the left field collection is about. And then there are. Sticky Cats, which was another one that was just mental. Yeah. Um, there's just loads of crazy yeah, did things. Do you not play that? Do you not play Sticky Cats? And the cat. No, we played that yesterday. Yeah, we'll, we'll show you that tomorrow. Okay. And the, the fly, uh, Meow Meow, the Flying Cat one. The Left Field Collection is full of crazy games. People apply to Sega. What the Golf? What the Golf? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what the golf. We'll sports talk about that more yeah. later, but... Well, not on this podcast, probably sports on another house. one. Sports House, yeah. yeah sports House. Sports we'll, um, yeah, People games. apply to Sega to say, well, look, we've got this out there game that's a different concept. Nobody's done this before. We think it is different. Can we be in the left field collection? I believe that Sega sponsored them. They don't have to pay for a stand. They don't oh, have to pay for a store. So Sega good. sponsored them to be there. And it allows people who can't afford 
to be at EGX to present their ideas or games. Mm. For example, the people that, that, that had that TV one, they had another game that was actually more full-fledged and they were planning on bringing it out at Steam. But Sega didn't want that. Sega wanted the crazy game that they yeah, had. Yeah. Yeah. That was the game that they were presenting there and they couldn't afford to, to pay for a stand and all the rest of it. And, that, and they get out there. They get experience. They get to talk to people and mm. press. They get to hand their business cards out. And they get feedback. And they the get game. feedback yeah. and all this kind of stuff. That's the left-field collection. Anyway, TikTok at Alpha 2. TikTok is, I can best describe it as a point-and-click adventure game or almost an escape room game yeah, it's, it's yeah. basically yeah. just puzzles. Yeah, puzzle game for two people. The thing that stood out about this, two things that stood about this. First one is that Simon Marshall was presenting it, oh, which lovely, babe. lovely man Simon Marshall, straight yeah, there. Guy. So he was amazing, and he explained the game. And there were other people there actually. It wasn't just Simon. There were other people. I can't remember all of them. Uh, so it was Karina, yep. and I feel awful because I can't remember her name because we spoke to. I think it might have been Cat or Kat. something. Yeah, Cat. Yeah, Cat. Cat. I think That's it, it would have been. We spoke to her for ages. Thank you, sweet Sam. So. Thanks. Um, two people. Now, these two machines are not networked. Oh, we've got loads of beers. These two machines are not networked at all. And when you start the game, you get to pick whether you're player one or player two. And so, obviously, one of us picks player one, one of us picks player two. And player one has got loads of puzzles that they need to complete on their screen. Player two has got different puzzles that they need to complete on their screen. And you need to communicate with each other because the answers, answers to your puzzles are in the other person's game. Yeah. Now, it's too hard to get that, isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah. It's just, but no networking. Nothing you do on your game directly affects the so other person's yeah. experience. You're basically playing two halves of the same... Yeah, yeah same but you game. need you're, each you're other to You're kind of playing two, two different games, but in tandem... Mm. But they're the same game. Yeah, and it was it's, a, it's an odd concept, but it works so well. Yeah, it works so well. And the puzzles were tricky, mm. but not so tricky that you couldn't get through them within yeah, a reasonable amount of time. If you, if you weren't in a show environment, that's, that pacing was going to be right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the sort of thing you can actually just leave, walk away from, and, th and think about it. Yeah. Once you figure that out... Yeah, that was so yeah, obvious. Yeah. Why? Well, you overthink things. Same yeah. as an escape room. You overthink things. You get it gets in your head. Yeah. But the uh, the aesthetic was really nice. It, yeah, it was the, actually really. The sound nice. was lovely, and there were puzzles that you needed the sound to complete. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, there was one were particular there? bit. Yeah, yeah. There was one particular bit yes, where the sound <laughs> where the sound gave away. But the idea behind this is because you don't have to have the things networked. Mm. This is coming out on. So it's going to be going to be out on Steam. Switch. Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android. Um, and because you don't need to be networked, it's cross-play with every fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Cross-play with everybody. Everyone you can do it over Skype, do it over the phone, in the same house. It doesn't fucking matter. By and it, letter. By letter. It'd be a slower game, but you could try it. <laughs> Just take a photo by of what you're doing. By fax. Carry a pigeon. Okay. if it's going to be on Android and iPhone. Yeah. You can call someone and play the game. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, but, but you didn't even need to be. So you could be playing on iOS and a Switch. Yeah. A Switch and Steam. And so this this thing, bearing in mind it's left field, it's really early in development. There were what four puzzles in it, maybe five puzzles in it. weren't that very many. No, there weren't that very many. Yeah. It still took. We still felt grips. Yeah. It still took us between 15, 14, and twenty minutes 
to complete the puzzles that are there, and there are going to be tons more when yeah, the game comes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the, the, it's it's developed by two guys from Denmark, is it? Yeah, oh, I'm going to say that wrong, but it's... I I think Kat said it was two guys from Denmark, um, who actually I'm kind of from what uh, she was saying, I'm kind of gutted they weren't there because it would have been really nice. It to would have been to lovely yeah. to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. Did but, you um, remember what your minutes left or uh, minutes? They, they 14, were on 14. We had 14, but it's my fault we had 14 because I was. The L said, oh, right, I found my other half of the map. So I found my half of the map in the house. And I was like, let's go. Was. And then we were like, okay, let's go somewhere else. And we went to the clock place. Don't want to give it away for anyone, but we went to the clock place and we'll kind of do the half of the map eventually. And uh, L said, right, I've got it, let's go. And I said, oh, no, there might be another clue. <laughs> 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 two minutes or so. Oh, I was and trying L to convince like, you. She was trying to be nice, bless her. But <laughs> Get the fuck out of the house! Hold my hand, leave. <laughs> so we probably could have done it in, what, 12? We're leaving I guess. now. Yeah, yeah. If I wasn't so engrossed. So I guess hats off to the game for engrossing. Yeah, this is yeah. the thing. It's a good sign that you were so engrossed in the game that you wanted to explore it. I was just thinking other, it's, well, it's um, 10 to 15 minutes you're going to be playing that game. Mm. Which is so, perfect I mean, for a show. Perfect yeah. for yeah. There's so few puzzles to actually occupy you for that yeah. amount of time. It's yeah. actually yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. If that's an indicator of the quality of the puzzles that they're going to have in the full game so to much. occupy you. Like, for a game like that, two hours worth of playtime yeah. would be spot on. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, You don't want it to outstay its welcome. But two hours worth of playtime would be great. They did a great thing for the show. It was a really intelligent set of puzzles that they put together yeah. to get everybody into it. They didn't overwhelm you with story. They didn't force feed any of that into you. You picked some stuff up as you were playing it, and it just worked. It yeah. was really good. Great Once you uh, got the gist of the game, it sort of flowed. Yeah, yeah. 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 At first yeah. I went down a well, and Elle went into a house, and we were like, well... We are exactly that, and that's a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to EGX. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say before, um one of the things that's frustrating about Escape the Room games, because I've played a few of them on my phone as well, but mm. I think yeah. I've played a few with you and I've even been to quite a few Escape the Room games in real life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're really good, but the amount of red herrings in them. Yeah. It's quite frustrating. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, there's too many red herrings, I think, sometimes that just keep you there. Mm. Yeah, I get why they do it. But this had a nice amount, didn't it? And it yeah. didn't feel like it was a red herring for the sake of it. Yeah. No, they like just had things going on. You weren't, story, yeah. Yeah. you weren't sure whether you needed to look at it too closely or whether you needed to ignore it. But I think they highlighted the right things. With the clocks, for example, in the clock shop, it was just a right little, little bit of movement on the clock yeah. just mm. to say, look at me. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, you need to be paying attention to me just for a minute. Yeah. And, and there was a couple of other things. It was well designed, the aesthetic was great, it was pleasant to play, the code, or whatever you want to call it, the demo, was perfectly suited. It will be to so a show. much better playing at a distance. Well, away from him. <laughs> Not right next no, to him. Because, that... <laughs> uh, the, there, was a, there was a specific puzzle that. I got straight away, which was the the spinny one. Yeah. Right round, maybe yeah, yeah, like yeah. round, like a record player. Um, <laughs> yeah, because oh, what moving I, around the world? Yeah, so because yeah, I could see we that my clock that. was on two, and his was on midnight. And I was like, no, nah, I've got to yeah, have done it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one. That's <laughs> the one that needed sound. <laughs> oh, did yeah, that's yeah. the one that needed sound. Oh, I did that. Because as you scroll, 
you can hear the, the clock going. We sat there for five minutes, and in the end, we went, it was like, Simon, give us a hand. No, I was like, I've done something. Oh, the thing's open a bit around. Okay, never mind. Right, look, I don't, let's not talk, we can't talk about everything again. That was, I think we needed to talk about that because that was a really nice takeaway from the show. We can't talk about every single game. I think we need to do a podcast where we're going to highlight a few more of the games that we played. Uh, Possibly we'll get a couple of devs on. Yeah, because we've spoken to quite a lot of those this weekend. We'll have a chat about the stuff that they've got. We've got all the cards. We'll have a chat about the stuff that they've got coming out. Look, let's not drag this out. EGX has been an absolute blast this year. We've got another day. To we've go. got another day to go. I yeah. may die. I'm taking kids tomorrow as well. Apologies. It's not my fault. It is. Well, it's hers. <laughs> <laughs> no. Takes two to tango. No, but she's giving me the kids. Without his contribution. Forgetting about how many tangos there were, no. she's forcing the kids on me. No. <laughs> we're going back we've loved it I've I genuinely loved it I thought it was great I've been to EGX's before and I've thought the layout isn't great I'm worried that they haven't put that much thought into the resed area this year all feels brilliant all feels great My really best, enjoyed it the best thing from this year is the company right oh, there, there you me. go I'm in for you guys he's getting tired <laughs> oh, oh no you ruined it <laughs> We thought it was sweet lemonade. That's it. Look, we're going to go. We're back at EGX tomorrow. There's going to be more thoughts, feelings, and and exposures going on. But for now, Ready Player Two, episode undisclosed for EGX 2018. Thank you very much. Goodbye from everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Also, bring your own sandwiches because the prices are extortionate. (laughs) Bye. Toilet hint. You could have done your oh, toilet hint. Nobody wants have to hear your toilet, toilet hint. You've got an amazing to- toilet hint. Go on, toilet, toilet hack. Okay, this will go in the outtakes. So if you go to EGX and you go to the normal toilets that in are inside the halls where EGX is. People do not respect the, the one cubicle gap rule. No, we're going to leave this. <laughs> we'll, we'll I'm not happy. This is not okay. People don't respect the, the, the toilet is where you are supposed to urinate for. <laughs> Into, um, not onto. If you, I don't want to tell too many people actually. <laughs> no, they'll find okay. The toilet. So the upstairs bathroom. Whoa, L, don't do it. Like, they're they're amazing. Oh, this then. is important information. <laughs> yes. Look, yeah. ladies, there was literally no one in the upstairs bathrooms. It was Valhalla. Go there. <laughs> Take yeah. it was Be bathroom. blessed. Were there three seats? And yes. for those for those people that are now at EGX 2019, looking up and going, there is no fucking upstairs, you idiots. You have to go back out to the entrance and then go upstairs. Also, I feel really glad now that I didn't fuck up that game if that dad was judging me that hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck him. I'm surprised you didn't hear. He was, he was I didn't hear him say, I didn't hear I'm glad I told his kid to fuck off now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking deserved it. So dad, if you ever do listen to this podcast... Fuck yes, you. Yes, I am shit, but I'm better than you and your child. <laughs> and your child. <laughs> drop the mic. I'm not going to drop the mic, they were expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's
okay. They will never listen. Well, that worked. <sighs> yeah, that was good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.